Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along, it's great to have you with us. Okay, on this episode, it's episode number two of the wisdom of Eknath Yaswaran. And all this is the second month of wisdom that I've gleaned from this beautiful book, Words to Live By, Inspiration for Every Day. Talked about Eknath before, um, a prolific author, great spiritual leader, lived most of his life in the United States of America and founded many, many great things. His book, Words to Live By, can't recommend it enough. Get yourself a copy, a few dollars, and um, see what a difference it makes in your life. But here we're going to share some wisdom for you, your players, the people you work with, your families, anybody you want to share it with, particularly yourself. Okay, here we go. The value, number one, the value of shutdown, rest, and recovery. 21st century life. City dwelling. Lights on, internet on, films on tap, internet. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's never ever been a time when we need to recognize the importance of shutdown, rest, recuperation, recovery, sleep, and self-care quiet time, whatever that involves, but it has to be of a quality that rejuvenates you. And if you don't believe me, try and going without it for 48 hours. And I know that you do, because as a human being, a physiological animal, we actually need those things or we start to break down. And if we don't break down, we break our lives down because we start to be grouchy, itchy, make mistakes and so on and so on make it fundamental set your parameters your barriers and look time for me to shut off time for me to switch switch this off time for me to put my tools down you know it's all right working till nine ten o'clock and that we've all done it I'm not saying you shouldn't do it or you should do it you know you don't get anywhere in life really by just sitting around doing nothing and business leaders will tell you that they work 16 hours a day and I'm not commenting on that. What I'm saying is we all know the absolute vital necessity of rest and recovery. Um, some great recommends on that are Cal Newport's book, Deep Work and Digital Shutdowns and The Science of Sleep. So have a look at those. Okay, next one. Here's a massive one. Massive, massive, massive. It's linked to meditation. It's linked to attention. Be present. Eckhart Tolle says, all our power is now. All our power is only in the now. As I sit here with the sun shining on my back, with the, a plant next to me on the right, with my feet on the green carpet and the plastic chair in front of me, the blue sky above me, with my microphone on, the power I have is now. As you sit there listening to me, wherever you are, in your car, 
in your armchair walking along with your headphones in your power is now 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 what you do now will influence tomorrow don't worry about yesterday don't worry about tomorrow just deal with now okay number three number three these these concepts are almost so powerful they deserve a whole podcast on their own maybe that will will come one day okay number three detachment what a principle it, it humbles me to even talk about it detachment what does it mean it means be detached from outcome the stoics talk about understanding for peace of mind two things and two things only what is in your control what is outside your control there's a beautiful prayer by saint francis of assisi that talks about understanding what we can influence what we can change and what we can't if you know what you can change change it to the way you want it if you can't change it well don't try and change it and don't even think about it that is detachment so when you go to work to do your project to turn up at the office to get out on the football pitch to go in your meeting you have a, an influence a power and ability to do the work to give of everything you've got inside of you your words your thoughts your commitment your focus your attention and then it stops and then something else takes over call it what you like the universe pure potentiality anything else but the outcome is probably not up to you because there are too many other influences you can think it's up to you and you can keep chasing it and pushing it and yes and you can carry on influencing it that is you influencing it but understand that your power is in the now and then you have to detach from the outcome because the outcome is not necessarily up to you you can influence it you cannot guarantee it that's why people say i want you to win this football match i say i'm sorry i'm not we're not engaging in that what i can guarantee you is that we will do our very very best that's all you can guarantee now not one of you can guarantee that the person you love the most will be with you in the morning not one of you not one of you can guarantee that you will be on this earthly plane tomorrow morning that's the brutal reality of it because it's out of our control we have to know these things and learn these things and they give us this an unbelievable peace of mind if we dare go that far into thought processes that is being detached and it takes you along a thought process you know far beyond your sport far beyond your business that that makes your business seem easy that makes your game seem easy makes winning the premier league easy that's why jürgen klopp is doing what he's doing now and people can't quite get a grasp on how successful he is i'll tell you why he's successful he's obviously a fantastic coach and there's millions of other factors involved and i'm not sitting here as some kind of guru who knows the man because i've never met him but when you here's a man who's got some priorities sorted in his life which are relative to this he understands detachment he understands people and he's not fraught and frenetic in his chasing of egotistic idols 
like some people are. So understand detachment. It's beautifully, beautifully freeing and empowering for yourself and it will make you so good at what you do. People will flock to you. Okay, next one. Why be in a hurry? When grass grows, grass just grows at the rate it grows. A baby will grow at the, the rate it will grow. Your hair grows at the rate it will grow. You'll be born, you'll live your life, and you'll move on. Sometimes we get out, gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do the other, been there, oh my life. Crashed too many cars, had too many bumps, driven too fast, tried to get here. Frenetic, not present, not calm. Eknath admonishes us and says, take the lesson from nature, be the prowling tiger that gets up, stretches, walks the water, drinks the water, looks around and goes on a stroll, you know? Take the lesson from nature. Freneticism is probably not where it's at. In your coaching, in your management, in your meetings, be calm, be present. The Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach for the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Okay, next one. Self-awareness. Had a conversation online yesterday with somebody who I don't know personally, but we connected and they talked about the challenges they have as a coach and a guide to initially get people to be strong enough, to be brave enough to actually do some self-analysis. Some great mind, maybe it'll come to me in a minute, said, there isn't a problem on earth that can't be solved by sitting alone in a room. I'm not talking about being self-obsessed. You know, I heard a great quote just on that. I'm diversifying a little bit, but it's on the same theme. Somebody said, there's a difference, and this is a beautiful statement. There's a difference between thinking less of yourself, which is degrading yourself, and thinking of yourself less. That's being unselfish. You know, you can be in the presence of people who constantly think about themselves and how it relates to them and um, always angling for the best thing for them and are happy when things are going their way and are not happy when things aren't going their way. It's all about them. That's people who are always thinking about themselves. And, and what Eknath says is, look, it's not about thinking less of yourself and making yourself small and infinitesimal and, and not and worthless. It's thinking of yourself less and thinking more of others because you've got such a, such a reservoir within yourself of power and knowledge and guided thought because you've been on a journey, not a physical journey necessarily, 
maybe you have been on a physical journey and that physical journey makes you go on a mental journey, a spiritual journey, an internal journey. But it's that self-analysis where you ask yourself questions, fundamental questions, painful questions, big questions, questions you don't know the answer to about yourself, what you're doing with your time, what you say to people, what you think, how you respond and react so that you can actually be a little tiny bit better tomorrow. So be self-aware, just start to be self-aware and see what happens. Okay, next one, desire, D of sire the father. You know, desires are normal and a life devoid of desire is probably, is it worth living? I don't know, but they're natural. They come up with us. We can't stop them. We can't stop wanting to be better. We can't stop wanting to be happy to have a better football team and a better result and, and things to be better and be easier and have more freedom and maybe more money, it may be a better house, it may be better relationships. It can be all the things that human beings desire because it's natural. Don't thwart them, don't beat them, let them be. But it's dealing with them in the right way and again, it's that self-analysis thing of having the thought processes that deal with that. And as your players come into your company, they all have desires, they're individuals respect that embrace that and help them to get where they want to be because those desires are normal you know you can say to people it's all about it's not about you it's about the team well actually it is about them because once you satisfy that desire in them then the team can deal with it if you've got somebody on your team who actually is of such an anxious ungrounded personality they will be so selfish that they will destroy your team so you need to try and help them if it's possible to be grounded to have that power from within them so that then they can stop thinking about themselves and be part of your team but desires are normal you cannot kill them off Okay, practice, practice, practice. But don't just practice for the sake of practice, necessarily. Yes, understand that. You have to practice sometimes and just go through the motions in order to get yourself into the zone. Because it's by doing it that you get mentally into the zone. We won't always think, think about it. But we need to aim for that purposeful practice where we're hitting the sweet spot. And if you agree with the scientists, you work in that zone from one to four percent above that you can actually hit so it stretches you enough like the elastic band to make the accommodation process of your body your mind your brain and your being adapt so you're a better bigger stronger person individual team um, but you don't stretch yourself at 10 20 percent and break yourself you know, and then your self-image is shattered and you can't resurrect yourself because you've tried to go too far too soon. What a skill that is. What a skill that is. As a rehabilitationist working with elite footballers. You know, you go and knock on the manager's door of a Premier League club and say, this player's going to be another three weeks. What? 
You said he'd be ready tomorrow. I know, but I've pushed him too far. I've let him go too far too soon. Great lessons. Great lessons. Baby steps. Oh, this leads us on to the next one. Be patient. Oh, is there an example of more beauty and love and somebody who's completely at one with what they're doing than a patient individual? Look, I've had a blessed life up to yet. And in between, in between some of my football work, I've had time spent with people who have been ill and injured. And the number of times I've watched a carer or a therapist spend time, half an hour, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour and a half, a whole afternoon with somebody who is in need and not lose their temper and not get frustrated and be empathetic and understanding. Powerful, powerful lessons. How can we get little bits of that into our own life with our people, our employees, our players, our colleagues, ourselves? Don't forget yourself. Don't forget yourself. Patience, 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 patience. We kind of talked about this before under the desire thing, but the next thing, next thing that Eknaf brings out is that individuals make the difference. I used to think it was all about the team. There's no I in team. Well, actually, there's 11 I's in a team or however many are on the subs bench as well, plus the backroom staff. They're all I's with all individual desires, as I said. You can't ignore that. Gandhi talked about it. Change the nation. Change the culture change the whole administration by changing himself. There's an amazing story that somebody came to Gandhi, whether it's true or not, but it, it, it emphasizes the point. And the lady brought her son, and it was in front of Gandhi and said, Gandhi, my, Mr. Gandhi, my son is overweight. He's obese and he eats sugar all the time. What can I do? Gandhi's reply was, come back in a week. So the lady came back in a week and was in front of him. And she said, Mr. Gandhi, the question is, my son is still obese, he's still overweight, he still eats sugar incessantly. What should I do? And Gandhi said, ah, I can now advise you. So he advised her. And the specifics of advice is not for this podcast, but it's the principle. Why, she said, did you ask me to come back? Why didn't you give me the answer last week? His reply was, well, I was still eating sugar last week. He changed himself to change another. The next thing Eknath talks about is forgiveness. Hang on. Hang on. Let's, let's just reset. Talking about leadership, management coaching, brutal world of football, brutal world of business, dog eat dog. Talking about forgiveness? Yeah, talking about forgiveness. Forgive yourself every day for the mistakes that you'll make. If you do that, 
give yourself a an easier time. You'll be able to forgive others. If you cannot forgive yourself, you can't forgive others. That means you will be a beast of a coach who berates people, who gets angry at people, who criticizes people. The same as a manager, the same as a leader. It doesn't mean being soft and letting people get away with stuff. There's a difference, there's a balance. It's about forgiveness. We are human beings. We are not perfect creations in terms of doing nothing that doesn't need correcting. It will never happen. It's a wonderful thing to have and even just start to embrace. It's freeing. You know, if you carry around all the mistakes you've ever made and beat yourself up because you had parents who, in, because of their love for you, tried to force you into a certain way and make you do things and were hard on you. Fantastic, embrace it, be thankful for it. But now is the time to forgive all the bits that were painful. And then you'll be a happier pe person and you'll be a better at what you do. Believe you me. Steve Peters said, happy people are happy, are great athletes. Take that for what it is. Not saying that's true or not. Maybe you have to be, maybe as Shakespeare said, when the blast of war blows in our ears, then imitate the action of the tiger. Yes, stiffen the sinews and summon up the blood and all that. Disguise fair nature with hard favoured rage. As they say, lend the eye a terrible aspect. Yes, absolutely. But if you're at war all the time, the only person that you will destroy is yourself. Okay, nearly there, a couple to go. Last one, Memento Mori and Carpe Diem. Make the most of the day. Every day, what are you doing today? What are you gonna fill the unforgiving minute with today? As Kipling said. Because it's those seconds, those minutes, those moments when added together, create your life. Sometimes it's a magic moment. You have to put a thousand moments in to get one magic one. And it's that magic one that creates that exponential growth to the next level. Or is it? But whatever, because if you hadn't put those 999 moments in before, you wouldn't have got to that 1,000th one. So, carpe diem. Make the most of the day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where I'm going to leave it on that, because it's a powerful one. So that's Eknathi Aswan, episode two of his wisdom of words to live by. I hope you find something valuable in it that you can employ, apply, and embrace. All right, it's all on the uh, podcast as normal on the website, www.robrowles.co.uk. Let me know what you think. Catch you later. Bye-bye.